Welcome to the Tea with Tina, your favorite podcast where we talk all things health, fitness, lifestyle, and maybe a little bit of tea gets spilled. We chat all about this in a super casual environment. So grab your beverage of choice, sit back, relax, and enjoy. What is up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. Today we have Whatever Wednesday. I'm going to catch up on some things I've been watching and reading, as well as weird Christmas facts. At the time of publishing this, Christmas is coming up. It's going to be in a couple days. I hope you have all your presents ready, everything wrapped. But I hope you also enjoy these weird Christmas facts. (laughs) So without further ado, we will dive right in. So my Netflix documentary that I watched, another one of those like 40-50 minute three episode things is Crime Scene Times Square Killer, okay? With me being closer to New York City now, I'm like, you know, an hour and a half, two hour drive. Super creepy. It took place in the um, early 80s, the Times Square Killer. Very intriguing case. Basically, this there was a guy that would, like, leave these bodies of um, sex workers um, in certain positions. He kind of had, like, a calling card, right? And nobody could figure out who it was until later. And it's kind of mind-blowing how they figure this out and, like, who the guy is. It's really crazy. Um, a really good watch, but um, it's also interesting just to see, aside from the murder part, they talk about how Times Square was in the 80s and how it was very, like, sexualized and it was totally different from what it is today. Um, Not tourist-friendly at all. It was actually really dangerous, but it was really cool to see that as well and see the evolution of Times Square and how it kind of got cleaned up and um, how it used to be versus now. So very interesting from a historical standpoint as well. So definitely recommend watching that on Netflix. Super cool. The next thing is a book I started reading. So I finally finished The Wish by Nicholas Sparks. Super good book. Um, I enjoyed it. I cried. It was a sad book, but they wrapped it up in a happy, positive way. Like, it didn't leave you feeling sad. Like, it was was just the perfect amount, (laughs) okay? Um, So really good book. Definitely recommend it. Easy read. The book I'm starting now is It Starts With Us. So if you don't know, it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Super big hit in the year 2022. Um, she came up with a sequel. It Starts With Us. I thought It Starts With Us was going to be a prequel, but it's a sequel. Um, continuing the story from It Ends With Us. Um, actually, I think it starts right up from the ending of It Ends With Us. So it's really good. I'm only a couple pages in. I just wanted to kind of dive in real quick last night. I usually read before bed. Super good. I'm excited. I think I'm going to get it done really fast. It's it's going to be a good read. <laughs> so, okay. That's all I have to say about that. Um, this past weekend, just a little update. We went hiking in Jim Thorpe, PA. Super cute area. I love that area, the area of Lee Heighton. Um, you probably are familiar with Jim Thorpe. If not, look it up. Super cute historic town, super cute buildings, um, lots of great little shops. Um, they have a railroad there. You can do, um, hiking, biking, kayaking. Just love it. So vibey. And they go all out for Christmas as well. Um, I'm just so happy to live where we are because it's central to a lot of places and there's a lot of cool things 
around here and they're just beautiful and I've just been being more thankful and appreciative of these things lately because there are some things about this area that can irritate me mainly because it's a touristy area we're right by the Pocono Mountains so we got a lot of tourists but you know I was talking with Derek and he was even saying like you know I get irritated but I'm thankful that I live in a place that's beautiful enough to be a tourist destination right like that that is the way to reframe the mindset. So, um, trying, trying to navigate that, especially since we moved here, we didn't know what to expect. We moved in the middle of COVID. It was a weird, weird transition, but it takes a good couple years to kind of know the layout of a place, know the trends, know the people. And I feel like it took especially long for us just because it was during COVID. So life wasn't normal. Things were different. Um, but now that we're kind of back to a sense of normalcy, we can kind of see normal trends and the flow of people and what to expect and events and things like that. So it's kind of cool. Um, definitely a work in progress uh, with a crappy housing market right now, too. We're like low key on a search for a house, but I know it's not going to happen probably for a couple of years. So again, we're, we're debating if we want to stay in this area, what area we want to move to, if we can find affordable housing in this area with the amount of land we want and with what we want to do. So there's a lot up in the air, but you know, you just got to have faith it's going to work out and hope for the best. Positive vibes and usually everything does work out one way or another, right? I made a couple podcasts about this way back. I made one about me moving and I chatted a little bit about this. So if you want to go back, you can listen to that. Um... It's kind of an interesting read. It's almost like a diary entry from me, right? So, you know, we have that. Anyways, we're going to get into our weird Christmas facts, okay? I looked these up and I was like, oh my, these are very interesting. So I hope you enjoy them as much as me. So number one, when the candy cane was invented, it was made in Germany. Okay, so that's pretty normal. It was made into a J for Jesus and the red stripes symbolize his blood. That's a little creepy, but I get it. (laughs) I get where it came from. I did not know that. Um, I don't know. I just thought candy canes were candy canes. Maybe like a a Santa Claus vibe, like a decoration. Maybe Santa walked with a cane. But no, they originated from a completely different, completely different method. (laughs) So, all right, that's number one. Two, Black Friday is not the busiest day for shopping. The two days before Christmas are. (laughs) That's kind of funny. I'd be interested to see the trend now with, you know, more online shopping. Because honestly, I like don't buy anything in stores. Especially now that I live away from family. If I can't physically give it to you, I'm not buying something, wrapping it, and then paying for shipping. I will just buy it online and get it shipped directly to your house. Because most things are free shipping nowadays if you spend over like $30 to $50. So, sorry. We're, we're, we're not playing the shipping game. Um, I would be curious to see these stats because I feel like Black Friday, it does get pretty busy. A lot of people definitely take advantage of the online deals, especially now that you don't have to like wait in a 10-hour line. Um, but I could definitely see also how people are really last minute and they probably do buy everything a couple days before Christmas. <laughs> or maybe they have something come up and like, oh shoot, I gotta buy for this person now. I gotta do this. And like, it's just, it's just who we are. Like, the people, God bless the people that start buying stuff, like, in January, and, like, they're like, yeah, all my Christmas shopping's done in July. Like, I can't. I cannot do that. I'm not thinking about Christmas. And here's my thing, too. What if you have everything bought, and then, like, something cool comes out in, like, September, but you are done in July? Like, do you buy it? 
do you just like get the outdated stuff like i don't know that's just i i can't <laughs> plus like black friday deals which i don't even know if they're deals half the time you know what i'm saying so i don't know it's it's interesting but i believe it all right number three i have 10 of these by the way it is a tradition to this one's really funny it is a tradition to eat kfc in japan for christmas because they don't celebrate christmas right probably most of them Orders must be placed two months in advance. Isn't that interesting? So, like, you know how there's, like, like different trends in different countries? Like, we love our KFC here for sure, too. But, like, to think of KFC in Japan and they probably get, like, most of their profits from, like, the Christmas time. Isn't that weird? Like, it's kind of, like, vice versa, though. Because I feel like there's people here that, like... Even if they do celebrate Christmas, maybe they're doing it alone or they don't want to cook or whatever. I feel like a lot of them will get like Chinese food, right? Um, or Japanese food. Isn't that interesting? We kind of like vice versa. It. Um, and like, not related to Christmas, but like Kmart. Kmart's like not a thing here anymore. Kmart is like gone. But in Australia, dude, look it up. Kmart is their target. It thrives. They have like totally different merchandise. They're like super cute stuff, super good deals. And I'm like, what the heck? So it's kind of interesting to see how like different countries may have like more popular things and look at things differently. So it's kind of interesting. Um, so that's number three. Number four, one in three men wait until Christmas Eve to do their shopping. I can believe this. I can believe this. Um, I get it. <laughs> You're probably working and I'm sorry, there's like a dog barking in the background. Hold on. Okay, I just shut my window. But I get it. Like, you guys, you don't know. You're probably working long hours and then you just kind of forget or it slips your mind or, you, you know, maybe you wanted to get that toy for your kid or that jewelry and like it was sold out and you were waiting and maybe it's finally in stock. I don't know. I definitely know my dad was one of those people <laughs> that I don't think he did all of his Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve, but like... If he sold, it makes sense too, if he, he, he sells cars. So if he sold a car um, to get that extra money or like maybe the guys get their Christmas bonuses and they were waiting to get that bonus and he would pick up like a, la a couple of last minute things for me. Um, so I do remember that and I, I think that's kind of normal. I get it. So, but it's just kind of funny. <laughs> um, but if you think about it, that's only like 33%. So that's really not that much, but still it's funny. Number five, Christmas trees grow for usually 15 years before they can be sold, okay? So don't feel so bad about cutting them down. They had a good life, 15 years, not bad for them to reach maturity. Um, are you like a real Christmas tree person or a fake Christmas tree? I'm like either or personally, I don't care. It doesn't really bother me. I think I see the benefits to both. Um, I think real trees are cute, they're cool. Um, fake trees are also cute and cool. You know, you vibe, you do what you want. Um, number six, Americans purchase 1.6 billion Christmas cards every year. The reason I included this was, again, I want to see, because I feel like these stats, they're relatively up to date. It's not like an old, outdated thing. But me and my mom were just talking about this. So I got some Christmas cards to mail out to clients and, you know, friends and family and whatnot. And I had a heck of a time finding cards. I found them at Walmart. They had some like really religious ones that were kind of ugly. And then they had some other ones and they were simple. Like they were like packs of two. 
styles. Um, so you get like two in a pack, two different designs, and they give you the envelopes and whatever. But they were just so generic and plain. And me and my mom were talking about it because my mom was like, I cannot find Christmas cards. And I remember when I was a kid, you know, 10, 15 years ago even, she would get this multi-pack box, right? Of probably like 10 different designs and they were really nice and like you can't find that anywhere anymore i swear maybe target has some i didn't look at target but you know i knew i knew walmart would have them for sure which is why i got them but like i don't know 1.6 billion christmas cards but at the same time it's like are people sending them out i mean my thoughts on it is social media and email and digital is more prominent nowadays so to receive a handwritten card or something in the mail it's more special like um, Hydro Jug actually sent me like a 20% off thing and I was like, oh my god, they sent me something in the mail. That's so nice. And to me, it means more than an email, right? So I think we're probably going to get back more to Christmas cards than like digital stuff now because it's more special. Um, that's just my thought. You know, everything comes back around. Just like cable's probably going to come back around because now all these streaming services, everything costs like more than cable to own all the different things so you know wow let's get the bright idea of bundling everything together that's called cable <laughs> so it'll come back around um but christmas cards they're cool my mom even says you know she used to have a massive list she would send out to everybody and like i don't know if everybody keeps up with the formality as much anymore maybe not so much it's the fact that yeah people just don't want to write them but i like myself a good handwritten card so i take the time to do it. it's something fun i like getting them i may not keep keep them but it's like you know it's just like a wow that was really nice kind of thing you know so i like getting mail that's not bills or ads <laughs> um so we got that um, seven, a Facebook study in 2010 revealed that the most popular time to break up is two weeks before Christmas. Ah, uh, man, I get it. I get it. You're probably like, oh, shoot, I don't want to get a gift for this person. Screw it. Bye. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? But that's really interesting. Um, so we're actually kind of around that time right now, two weeks before Christmas at the time of recording. Oh, boy. Stressful, stressful, stressful. Um, number eight, the abbreviation for X. This is interesting. The abbreviation for X in Xmas is not an abbreviation. It actually stands for chai, meaning Christ in Greek. Interesting. So, you know, when they went through that whole crap with like, oh, we can't say Christ in Christmas. Let's say Xmas or happy holidays to be more like generic, um, yeah, I always thought Xmas was like them trying to be like, yeah, let's just not say Christ. But no, it actually means it. It's just in Greek. So that's kind of funny. Kind of cool. Number nine, <laughs> Krampus. Krampus is a demonic character that wanders the streets with chains and bells looking for misbehaving children. This is one of the scariest Central European Christmas traditions. And I find this kind of funny because... Um, out my way in northeastern PA, there's like 10 different Krampus events. <laughs> Actually, there's one in Jim Thorpe, and they dress up as creepy creatures. Some of the plant shops have Krampus events, so there's a lot of them, and I think it's really cool um, because, you know, we're Halloween lovers, and we love, like, the scary stuff, and I just think it's really cool. So definitely love Krampus for sure. And, you know, I want to say I feel like I've come to terms. I love Halloween 
but I don't think I can make it a part of my personality. Like Halloween's fun, but I want to equally enjoy all of the holidays, if that makes sense. But I will say I celebrate fall and Halloween probably starting September 1st up until October 31st, so it feels a lot longer than maybe what you would celebrate like, um, you know, Thanksgiving. Uh, or Christmas. You're really not going to get that for a month, okay? So it just feels extra long, I feel like, with Halloween, which is why it feels like just like so long. Anyway, last one, number 10, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree was recorded by Brenda Lee when she was only 13 years old. Isn't that crazy? Like, if you listen to the song, she sounds very mature. She has a great voice. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs. Definitely a good jam. Um, I'm more of like a classic Christmas music person. Like, I like some of the poppy ones. Like, give me some in sync. I'll vibe out to it. So sick of Mariah Carey, though. Sorry. Um, but I like, like, the older ones. They just are so timeless, in my opinion. So timeless. So classical. Um, really puts me in the mood. So, yeah, those are my facts. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something new. And really, I think I'm going to wrap up the episode there. I am hungry. I'm going to eat some lunch. It's noon. So, yeah. Have a great rest of your week, guys. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share with a friend. And be sure to leave a review as well. Um, If you leave a review, five stars. It really means a lot to me. It... Um, really just makes more people see the podcast. So that means a lot. Anyway, that is all for now. (laughs) Off to go eat. Bye, guys.